Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM, let's create. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Straight Fire. With Jason McIntyre. Hello and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Straight fire for Tuesday, December 22nd. Boy, what on earth happened on Monday Night Football? Just an absolute shocker. Holy cow, I don't even know how to react. I had planned on doing this podcast here heavy on the NBA because the NBA tips off tonight. We love the NBA here on the podcast. And I had anticipated a Steelers blowout, as we all had. (laughs) Steelers 14-point favorites. I think they closed at 14 and a half. Would not have been shocked if it had 15-16. Thought it was a layup and the hot streak would continue on the best bet. But no. No. Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin. Listen, we know Mike Tomlin is prone to laying gigantic eggs. And boy, did he do that on Monday Night Football. But Before we dive into the game, I quickly wanted to talk about an interview we have coming up. You guys are going to love this. It's with the new meme king of the NBA, Josiah Johnson. He is a former UCLA basketball player. His father was in the NBA. His older brother won a national title at UCLA. And he makes funny memes about the NBA on social media. And he's crushing it. And I thought we'd just bring him in, change of pace. You guys know I love to change it up, a curveball here and there. 
You guys are absolutely going to love it. He riffs on the NBA. Some interesting stuff on uh, LaMelo Ball. Uh, a great story <laughs> about playing in a pickup basketball game with an intense Kevin Garnett. Uh, you guys are going to love it. Uh, he's a big LeBron fan, uh, so LeBron fans definitely stick around. I will give you a best bet here for the opening night of the NBA. Yes, 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 we're doing best bet for the NBA. Uh, but first, I've got to just quickly talk about Steelers, Bengals. Bengals 27, Steelers 17. If you didn't watch the game, and there was really no reason to. This is a bad game between two unwatchable teams with a huge spread. You're probably wrapping Christmas presents, sipping some eggnog, you know, uh, hanging out with the family. Uh, I know everybody's back from college, and the kids are off school, so everybody's up late. And you're like, ah, I don't need to watch that bad game. And it's 17 nothing at halftime. And, and Pittsburgh never really woke up. They had a chance late. And... Um, they lost to a Bengals team led by Ryan Finley, who <laughs> he passed for 78 yards, and Pittsburgh lost. The vaunted Steelers defense got run over. Bengals, 152 yards on the ground. They can't stop the run. The offense is anemic. Three turnovers. Ben Roethlisberger was terrible. And folks, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, I know it's late in the season and he didn't play last year. He's looking pretty washed here. Some of these decisions are just unbelievably bad. I don't know what's happened to Ben Roethlisberger. The offense has become very predictable. Three-game losing streak against Buffalo. Uh, uh, I came out and basically said Ben was the reason they lost that game, that pick six late in the first half. And again, another bad turnover against Cincinnati. They were down 10 nothing and driving. And you're thinking, okay, you're getting right back in this late first half. And just an atrocious read from Ben. Picked off. Bengals go into the half up 17-0. And Pittsburgh clawed back, and you thought they'd have a chance, but another sub-60% completion night from Ben. Remember, this is a Bengals team they curb-stomped 36-10 a month ago. And now they come out and get, I mean, their butts kicked. An embarrassing showing. Folks, listen, the Cleveland Browns, they're on the verge of winning, stealing the AFC North. Honestly, Cleveland could steal it. I don't know what to make of Pittsburgh at all right now. Three-game losing streak. This team looks like it could be one and done in the playoffs. I'm shocked. I'm utterly stunned. I know the defensive injuries have been bad, right? And, and you expect the defense to regress a little. But I didn't expect the offense to get this horrific. I mean, again, I touched on it earlier they didn't get a buy, and they really got shafted with that. Um, but again, they, their last game was against Buffalo on Sunday Night Football. They get a full week. This is the longest break they've had between games. And it's like, oh, uh, well, no, I'm sorry, the Ravens game because it was pushed back after Thanksgiving. But that even that was a weird week because they were preparing for the game, and it kept getting postponed. Um, this should have been a full week of rest off the Buffalo loss. And they come out in the first half, and it's like, okay, let's get that Pittsburgh offense cooking. Let's get Claypool in the mix. Are, are you ready for this? Three plays, two yards, punt. Three plays, four yards, punt. One play, fumble. Three plays, three yards, punt. Three plays, minus seven yards, fumble. Ten plays, 17 yards, interception. Three plays, Seven yards, punt. Three plays, four yards, punt. Like, what? This is against the Bengals. It's the Bengals. The Cincinnati Bungles. A joke of a team. The Bengals, 
they gave up 30 to the Cowboys last week. Again, they fumbled a lot, handed that game to the Cowboys. Uh, they fought hard against Miami. They fought hard against the Giants. They've been fighting hard for a few weeks, but you just expect this. Pittsburgh team, two losses in a row. Hey, we got this. And we ain't got nothing. So an embarrassing loss for Ben Roethlisberger. I got to just say, this offense, how they don't target Chase Claypool more. We had TJ Husmanjada on here, on this uh, on our podcast. And it, we agree, Chase Claypool's their most talented guy. He gets three catches for 54 yards. I don't know why Deontay Johnson has 13 targets. I don't. I mean, I think he leads the NFL in drops. He did catch a TD pass. Um, Claypool had their one big explosive 37-yard play. Other than that, I mean, this this Pittsburgh offense is just awful. The offensive line is just in shambles. I, I don't care that Connor wasn't there. He's not going to uh, be able to run behind that line. Benny Snell ran hard, but ultimately, like, you know, Steelers catch an L, and uh, it's time to push that panic button if you are Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, let's get to the interview. Josiah Johnson previewing the NBA season. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, so let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy you know if you've been on social media in the last, I don't know, two years. (laughs) Uh, You've seen his stuff. Always keeping it funny. Uh, I can't stop laughing because he hits all the right notes. Josiah Johnson, a former UCLA basketball player who is like the Twitter king. He's taken over NBA social media. We thought we'd preview the NBA season talking to him. Josiah, how are you, man? Doing good. It's great to finally connect with you in real life. I know we met years ago when I was doing my uh, website thing back in the day. And yeah. We picked up with the big league. You was out here getting it. So you kind of like, you know, you're one of the, the, the original forefathers of this social game, man. So for me to jump it's, on, I really appreciate you. You guys always give me so much credit on here. It's just, it blows my mind. Because I'm telling you right now, like, there's nobody funnier in the NBA. I, I'm, I'm going to start. Well, first of all, let me give you a little background. Your dad played in the NBA. Uh, a bunch of all-star games, a UCLA legend. Your brother played at UCLA also, and I think he won a title with, like, one of the O'Bannons, maybe? Yeah, both of the O'Bannons in 95. Okay. And then you were on the UCLA basketball team. There's a there's a pretty good story in SI from, like, 2016 about how you parlayed being on the UCLA team into a Comedy Central, like, writing gig. Yep. So basically, uh, you know, I was a bench warmer at UCLA, wasn't getting a lot of time. And I had a couple of buddies that sat on the end of the bench with me, Quinn Hawking and Ike Williams. And we just always kind of just get into trouble and have these elaborate in-depth conversations. Are we trying to get at cheerleaders? Are we trying to do a bunch of different stuff? So that ended up being the framework for the show Legend of Chamberlain Heights on Comedy Central that uh, aired in 2016, 2017. So for me to actually put that to good use, you know, it's super, I tell people all the time, sitting on the bench is super depressing, right? And it's hard to watch those games knowing you're not going to get in. But we found a way to entertain ourselves, keep ourselves locked into the game and kind of did our own. We kind of had like the little major league celebration, the thing like that, <laughs> you know, and then the dugout with the, the foot stomps and all that type of stuff. But it ended up being, you know, it was a tough experience then, but I ended up making the best of it. Yeah. OK, so a lot of people are hearing uh, it's tough to sit on the bench. You know, it stinks. Dude, you're playing basketball at UCLA. I mean. I would say 98% of our audience has never played in a pickup game like the practices you were part of for four years. Like, I mean, how awesome was it to be on the UCLA basketball team? 
Oh, no, I mean, it was amazing. Obviously, I love UCLA. I grew up there. I went to elementary school there. I, like you said, my pops went there. My brother went there. So I've, I have a, you know, a love for UCLA that's unwavering. But it's tough when I'm thankful I didn't have social media as much. We had like maybe Facebook and MySpace in those early days, early 2000. But thankful there wasn't the Twitter and all these other things. So when people watching the games, they see you kind of posted and chilling on the end of the bed. Yo, dog, you ever going to get in? And it's like, uh, you know, you know, depending on what the score looks like, maybe. But so that, you know, but that side of the camaraderie, the brotherhood, the the, the lifelong friends and, and, you know, guys I consider brothers that I've made from my time there, obviously, you know, you can't you can't replicate that and change that. And we're about to be Jordan soon. So you already know it's yeah. about to be lit. Shout out to uh, <laughs> our new athletic director, Martin Jarman, for coming through in the clutch. You know, this is what I think we as Hoopers have been been craving for years. Imagine, if you will, not to knock other brands, but you're wearing brands that aren't Jordan, that aren't Nike, and you go play at Arizona, you go play at Oregon, you see them, you know, with the, the 11s just, you know, balling out the customs, and we got some, like, custom, you know, not to knock any other shoe companies, yeah. but custom, you know, pieces of hot boo-boo. So I'm oh, excited for everything that's going on up there. Uh, yeah, my Under Armour stock's not doing well right now. Um, <laughs> let, let me – okay, so let's back up a little bit. Um. You know, you you played obviously a lot of basketball growing up. What's it like when your brother is on a national championship team? Your dad played in the NBA. Like, did you feel like there was pressure as a as a young kid to like you got to do basketball, even if you wanted to play football? Nope, it's got to be basketball. The thing is, when you grow up in Los Angeles and your last name is Johnson, there's a you know ninety nine point nine percent chance that you're going to play basketball. You know, at some different level. So I've got a ton of brothers, ton of sisters. It's not so much a, a pressure thing, but it's hard. I was a ball boy on the 95 uh, national championship team that my mm-hmm. brother was on. So got to see firsthand, you know, Ed O'Bannon, Charles O'Bannon, Tyus, who's actually our cousin, Tyus Edney, you know, who hit the, the 4.8 shot. So yeah. being immersed and just being around basketball my whole life, you know, I think it came to a point later on in life where I was kind of at peace with, with everything I was able to do. But, you know, my dad's a five-time NBA All-Star, you know, college player of the year college hall of fame hopefully be a you know pro basketball hall of fame very soon so you know at the end of the day who's really going to get to that level there's only you know maybe Bronny, maybe Bronny of this you know this current and, and steph of you know you think about you know nba kids who, who's really going to get to that level to be potentially you know better than your pop so it took me a long time to kind of rectify that but i'm, I'm at peace with it now i'm an old man and just you know happy for all the experiences that i have yeah, I have a fantasy NBA draft with my son this week. And, um, you know, we're talking about uh, how, like, Tim Hardaway, because he knows him from 2K. And I was like, you know, Tim Hardaway could be a guy who hit threes for us. He's like, what, what, Tim Hardaway, he retired, Dad. And I had to explain, like, oh, that's his son. Yeah. And, you know, he, he doesn't totally get the concept, like, wow, oh, so does Michael Jordan have kids? You know, thinking, like, Jordan's kids automatically would be in the NBA. But I tried to explain to him, like, with me, like, as a young athlete, I was good. But then it came high school and I was at a big school. I wasn't big enough to make the high school's team. And I think that hurt at the time, but it helped me dive deep into sports. Do you think on some level, like being a quote unquote bench warmer helped you hone your comedic skills and now, you know, you're a huge deal? I think going to going to any school, being on any team and people talk about, you know, you're the negative connotations surrounded around locker room culture and things like that. But there's also the other side where we're, we're cracking jokes where you constantly you're going up against 15, 18 dudes in the locker room. You know, there's tons of just egos and and everybody, yeah. you know, everybody thinks they're they're the best. So you have to be able to hold your own because dudes will come for you. It's, it's a very ruthless and, and merciless place. And you never want to find yourself on the wrong side of a clowning. Yeah. So you got to be able to, to duke <laughs> them out and, and get it going. I was blessed to play with a, a 
bunch of legends, guys like Matt Barnes, who maybe don't get the credit for being as, yeah. as hilarious. You know, Matt kind of has this enforcer, bad boy, tough guy kind of mystique around him. But one of the funniest dudes ever, Earl Watts, another guy who I played with, one of the funniest dudes, you know, when it's when it's off the court, just kind of messing around mm-hmm. time. So having to be able to compete and kind of carve your own lane in those situations, you know, if you can hang in a locker room, basketball locker room setting, I can pretty much hang anywhere, social, Twitter, yeah. YouTube, my, and none of that's really nothing to me. Like, that that's that's not a big deal. So let's get to the present day. Um, you know, again, I've only been out here in L.A. for four years, but obviously basketball is deep in the culture. Um, how often do you get noticed just hanging out and, oh, yeah, you're that dude from Twitter. How much of that do you get in the streets, at the restaurants and all that? Not as, not really, not honestly, if a couple of weeks ago, especially because we've been masked up. So people yeah, don't right. really, yeah, yeah. they don't really recognize the grill anymore. But I was at a gas station a couple of weeks ago and this kid was looking at me. I'm like, damn, this dude want to fight me? Like, it's hard, you know, I'm just, you know, when people are giving me the look, it's like, he's looking like, I'm like, damn, do I owe this dude money? Do I know him from somewhere? Like, are we about to have to throw hands? And then he's like, oh man, you came to Josiah, man, you hilarious. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, my bad. It took me, I was honestly in, in shock, like, wow, okay. I, but it's starting to get to that level. I think over the past couple months, I really kind of tried to grow the account, kind of getting ready for the next season and yeah. taking advantage of the election and a lot of things that, that people like yourself that are gainfully employed by these large networks may not let, let you cover to the level that you want to cover. I was able to really get 10 toes down in those streets and put out a lot of good content and grow my following. So it's starting to really, you know, really kind of grow now and yeah. i was doing a show with yahoo sports last year called dunk bay with, with my buddy yeah. or jenkins and zach schwartz so doing that type of stuff getting clips out there for better or worse some of it was good you know some of it and you know if I, if I if i make a comment about stuff that his fans don't take too too nicely as you know they're like 13 to 15 years old so they're all going to group together and really try to you know crowd on you and get you and you know <laughs> you know ask their parents if they can send you tweets and stuff like that. So wow. dealing with that, that, that other side of it, but it, it's good and bad. And the thing about social, it is what it is. I, I know, you know, yeah. kind of being on it for, for all these years, you just take the good with the bad. Oh, you know, yeah. I grew up in the, the YouTube culture. So, you know, you look at YouTube comments from back in the day, there was some pretty ruthless stuff going on. I mean, they would talk about your mom, you know, wish all types of ailments and illnesses on you. So yeah. the stuff I'm getting now really ain't, ain't nothing. And it's good to see the good side and the bad side. But I mean, hold up. Let's back up to a fight, dude. You're six eight. What? Like at least two two fifty. Now nobody's stepping to you, man. Ever. Come on. But the thing about social is people hide behind the avi and they don't oh, realize. Right. And that's the thing. Like even you know, I'll tell my wife all the time. Like you know, she'll see some stuff. She's like, how do you just kind of put it away? It's like, well, essentially, anytime anybody does that, the first thing I do is just do some quick research on them, figure out what their location is, and just if they want to, if they want to get serious and they want it to be an issue, we can definitely make <laughs> arrange that. Not a Temecula situation, but I'm very easy to find. Like you mentioned, I'm six eight. I stick out in the crowd. You don't see me no matter where we're at. So if it ever comes to that, but then you notice a lot of times people on social, they'll talk a big game, but then when it comes down to like, let's see what's really going down, then the mood will shift and then it's apologies and all, you know, you know, I was just kidding and stuff like that. So try to just, you know, understand it is what it is. Social allows a lot of people to be like keyboard warriors and stuff like that. So But if it's ever uh, right. an issue, let's get it. Let me ask, um, and you don't have to say any players' names if you want, but how many players in the NBA have reached out to you one way or another? And is there anybody that straight up totally shocked you that you heard from? Um, Honestly, it's, it's funny. I got a lot of good relationships with guys anyway just because mm-hmm. we know each other and they respect right. the stuff I'm doing. So I'm in this group called Elite. They've got a, a handle Elite Media Group, and it's just you know a group of you know black men who are out here in America doing it. But, you know, amongst our members are guys like KD and, and Kendrick Perkins. So got to get relationships with those dudes. It's, it's funny to meet Channing Fry, another dude who I'm cool with. But it, it's funny to me to see 
how these guys are really embracing social because they're starting to realize like before as an athlete, you had to kind of worry about your brand. And, and you look at somebody like a KD and why he created burners, he created burners because he wanted to feel a part of the conversation. He couldn't tweet the stuff he wanted to tweet at yeah. you from his main account. So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a tweet a burner and really get this stuff off that's on my mind. So you have a you know tremendous amount of respect for these guys and how much they have for their brand. But now they're trying to be, you know, forces on social and dropping clips and dropping jokes. So for me, it's just great to see. But I'm friends with, you know, just through, through my time hooping and stuff like that with, with a lot of guys in the league. So they they understand that it's all done in good fun. And, you know, it's going to be out of pocket at times. But at the end of the day, I mean, well, you know, sometimes, I you know, I don't have a filter, too. So I got to kind of reel it back in and kind of realize, like, I'm going to have to see these dudes on the street. So. <laughs> A lot of the my a lot of your favorites, your best stuff, I think, is the movie clips. Um, they, a lot of it is '90s movies. It feels like you grew. I'm assuming you grew up in the '90s. Uh, a lot of the movie, like a boys, Boys in the Hood. Um, a lot of uh, White Men Can't Jump. It, it, it are are the '90s? Is that like your goldmine where you get most of your stuff? Well, I'm 38 years old. Was born in 1982. A great year. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. So. Late, late, late 80s, 90s stuff, like, you know, a lot of like Eddie Murphy, you know, a lot of a lot of John Singleton. I'll go through kind of phases like artists have, like I'll go through my my boys in the hood periods. And then my mm -hmm. my, you know, when John Singleton passed away, I definitely went hard on all his kind of classics, baby boy, you know, boys in the hood, things like that. But we'll also just kind of shift and move it. But the 90s for me was a great area to kind of like, you know, coming of age. That was, you know, my pubescence, like turning from a, from a boy to a man. So a lot of that stuff resonates to me. And there was just a lot of, you know, I kick myself now when we were younger, uh, you know, my dad played in the NBA. So he got us this, this huge satellite and we were, you know, ahead of the time. This is like eighties, early nineties. So we were getting feeds all over the country. We, we had league pass before league pass was even a thing. We would get the Cosby show three hours early. So we would know what was going to happen on the show. And we would, you know, <laughs> We would, we would play our play our West Coast friends and act, you know, act like we hadn't seen it and be like, oh, right here, such and such is going to crack. So we had all that stuff and just being immersed and growing up in that world and, and spending time as a kid on the set of Different World and, you know, seeing Debbie Allen do her thing and rock out and just being able to, to kind of see that stuff front and center, man. I'm just, you know, so thankful and appreciative. It's kind of built yeah. this, this library in my head of just clips I have ready to go at all times. Uh, all right, let's get to the current NBA season. Tip-off is tonight, tonight. Uh, I, I got to start. I know you're a Lakers big fan. Uh, obviously, you're a LeBron guy. We can get to LeBron Jordan in a sec. But who's the second best team in the NBA this season? That, I think that's the real question. Lakers are the best. We know that. Who's the second best? I mean, I'm looking at what KD and Kyrie are doing in Brooklyn right now and just knowing that style, D'Antoni, Nash, kind of Amari, just the crew they have in place there and the style they're going to play with. I'd say if those guys can stay healthy, they're definitely going to be a problem for a lot of a lot of teams in the league. You know, you look at the Bucks. I love Drew Holiday. I love what he brings to the table. I think he's going to really flourish in a, you know, Budenholzer system and really get buckets. And that's kind of what Giannis needed to help kind of elevate him. So we're talking about Giannis back-to-back -back MVPs now, you know, pissed off with how the bubble went and not, not, you know, reaching the least, you know, conference finals, let alone the finals. So he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. It's really going to be, you know, we're going to see what kind of work he's put in. And I'm, I'm worried about the Lakers. I think they are the best team. They definitely improved on paper. But you're talking like a, you know, a 70-day layoff. LeBron now year 18. LeBron's a senior citizen. LeBron needs that rest. He needs that that rehab. He needs that that summer field of going to Bronny's games and banging out in, in AAU lines and stuff like that. So <laughs> he's been denied that opportunity. And AD, another guy I think who could, could have benefited from some rest. And it seems like they're still playing at a bubble, like finals-type level. And, and my pops 
always jokes, you know what I'm saying? When, when you're, you're in mid-season form a little too early, then you're in late-season form, and then by the time the, the playoffs come, you're just tired, you know what I mean? You, you, you've peaked, you've kind of reached your, your thing. So I'm, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful. I know LeBron is not an advocate of loads man, management, but I'm hopeful that he will really invest in that and really buy into it. You know, 72-game season, minus whatever kind of Corona does to the schedule. Hoping he plays around 50 games. Let him, let him, you know. Yeah. Regular season is irrelevant to LeBron fans right now. We know what our what our destiny is. We got to go for Philly. We got to get that five so we can match Kobe. And we can't, we can't, you know, once we match Kobe, we can get to that six and take down Jordan, even though we've already done that. But I would agree. <laughs> for square square metrics and square accolades right. and kind of how they rank things, that you know, that'll kind of shore that it, up. You do realize, even if he gets six, they're gonna say, yeah, but. Michael never lost in the finals. LeBron's lost. Like, there's nothing that you can say to them. It's it's just a, it, it's a conversation that I don't. It's impossible to have. You, it's certainly not on social media. You know this. I've asked this question to people who I thought had some semblance of basketball intelligence. I, I asked them. <laughs> I asked them this: What's a better record, six and zero in the finals or six and six in the finals? If that's what it ends up being. And more times than not, they tell me six and zero. My response is always: So you'd rather not make the finals than make the finals? Yeah. Like you'd rather lose in the first round or you'd rather not make the playoffs and you think that's you know in terms of your accolade it's a weird like LeBron's the only player and it's crazy to see that gets punished for being successful when he was in the east the east was weak oh uh, he's just he's skating through you know no respect for for the you know I think with eight or nine eight straight finals appearance whatever it was goes to the west now oh the west is weak oh you know it's just like <laughs> which one is it he came to the west won a ring Came to the Lakers. There was a lot of last year when he was hurt, kind of just, oh, he's done. Lakers need to train him. They just need to go ahead and cut their losses. And then here we are in the bubble, hoisting trophies, the hardest championship in NBA history, the only championship performed during a pandemic in a bubble, no home court advantage, all the things that we covet as Laker fans. If you've been to Staples to a Lakers game, didn't have any of those things, still gave everybody those hands. Was supposed to see the Clippers. Still waiting, still waiting for that one. <laughs> Supposed to see the Bucks. Still waiting, and got mad that we beat the team that that won the Eastern Conference. As if LeBron was like, "Oh, I want to play the Heat," you know, which was a little bit of poetic justice going up against Pat. Kind of how right. you know brought him two rings, didn't really get the thank you notes and flowers and things that we hoped as LeBron fans we would receive. So, let me try to drill down on why people don't like LeBron, and honestly. Somebody should do like a thesis for college on the mindset about the hate for LeBron. Because, again, this is a guy who's, I, to best of my knowledge, never been arrested, never got in trouble off the court. None of that stuff. Been a model citizen after being on the cover of SI at like 16. And we know a lot of those, you know, early fame kids turn out not so well. Do you think this all stems back to the decision and, and going to Miami? Look, I think when you look at that and, you know, people always overlook the fact that he raised millions of dollars for the Boys and Girls Club. This was a guy who never really got the opportunity to do that in college, right? That's the whole big thing when, you, when you're making your pick. Yeah. I'm taking my talents to whoever gives me the biggest bag. But, uh, you know, so I think people are just bitter at LeBron. It really stems from a lot of MJ hate. And as I've become an older LeBron fan, I used to be a super radical LeBron fan out there just riding, you know, 24 hours a day. And it clouded of my vision, right? It brought me to the wrong side of the force. So I had to come to the correct side. And I think you just deal with a lot of MJ fans who are kind of bitter. And I grew up in the 90s. And I remember thinking how, like, high level that, that era of basketball was. But then you really go back and look at it, you know, six expansion teams in seven years, the type of output that was getting put out. You know, I went back and just did some research on, you know, basically looking at expansion teams and Jordan's teams versus some teams. In the first couple of years, it was like, you know, you've gone 13-0, and 14-0. and It's just like <laughs> – these are layup games on the schedule, right? Because you're taking this team that's literally been taken from the, the bottom of, you know, the, the bottom rosters of, of the teams in the league. So 
a lot of people don't don't understand that and they kind of look past that and they just take it for, for face value. But what we're seeing now is a game that's exploded, that's literally literally international. Dudes have bags from all types of countries all over the world. You know, you're looking at Luka and a Slovenian. You know, when I was coming up, we would have never respected any Slovenian hooper. You know, <laughs> no, no disrespect to Slovenia, but oh, yeah. I got a Slovenian dude on me. I'm about to go for 40. This is not this is not a question. To Luka now arguably being the best player in the NBA. So you've seen the way that the game is just skyrocketed the league hasn't expanded i want to say since like 2003 or whatever it was you know so in terms of teams so you're literally it's now caught up so you're getting to the highest level of basketball so what lebron's doing now in year 18 is unbelievable it's unprecedented you know i saw that guy back in like 2015 i think in a series against the bulls i was in cleveland high ankle sprain that high ankle sprain would have normally sidelined a guy for two to three weeks LeBron rubbed some testing on it, took like two minutes on the bench, came back out and dropped, you know I mean? It's just like things that you, you shouldn't, you know, as a human being be able to see as a basketball player. So the way he takes care of his body, his mind, and his contribution to the game, even beyond basketball, you look at him as a, as a man and what he's doing, it's hard to be like, oh, I can't really rock with that guy. It's just like how, like what? It's just weird. Yeah. You made, um, you made a good point. Uh, you know, you said <laughs> Slovenians in the 90s. I mean, remember Tony Kukoc? We, we saw that in Last Dance. Uh, they they just went at him and mocked him, uh, uh, the Olympic team. And now try to do that with Luka Doncic. We saw the Clippers try it. And, and he fought, basically fought back and took them all down by himself without Porzingis. Like, won a game. Like, Luka's incredible. Is he your MVP pick for this year? It's, it's look, I, I'm always riding with LeBron. I think LeBron should have won it last year regardless. Mm-hmm. So I know Giannis had the... And this is the thing you deal with people, and it's like, oh, well, Giannis had a historic year. It's like, okay, how historic was it? Did, did he get finals MVP? Like, what, yeah. what the, where was, when's the parade? Like, okay, so what are we saying? Because when LeBron does these type of things, I'm, I hear terms like stat padding or, you know, things that guys don't ever – oh, you know, of course he can do that. Look at his team, that kind of situation. And I think what LeBron was able to do, obviously, in the Western Conference, which was the, the significantly better conference, and just raise the stakes and raise the bar. But now I'm looking at Luka. If Luka stays healthy – I don't know how you stop that guy. Yeah, he looks like me. He's built like he, you know, he just down six packs all day, but he gets on the court and just gives yeah. you straight buckets, like built like straight, like yeah, you know, like a retired tight end type body, <laughs> but goes out there beast mode, just gets buckets, playing efficient and playing at a level where you know every time you watch that guy, literally, I, I you know, I scream loudly, you know, and audibly, you know, impromptu just watching him like that game winner on the Clippers, just like oh yeah, what do you? What what more do you want to see from, you know, and you just see those moments, like you look at Kobe's career, you see those moments that define his career and elevate him to that next level. You look at LeBron, same situation. And now you're looking at Luke and like, this dude's going to be a problem and don't let him and Giannis or somehow whatever in these, these stars and whatever, you know, team up with some of these great Euro dudes. You might really just see a domination of Euros like we've never seen. Mm. Uh, let me quickly ask you about Zion Williamson. It's weird. Him and Luca, uh, you know, basically young guys, and everybody said, oh, would you rather have Luca or Zion? And instantly Luca takes off last year, goes to the playoffs. Um, I feel like there's almost no Zion buzz right now. And he, I read reports he lost like 25 pounds. He's playing big minutes in the preseason. I have a feeling he's going to sneak up on people this year. Um, are you surprised there's no more Zion excitement at this point? I think we all we all drink, and I'm still drinking it. The, the Zion Kool-Aid early last year, you know, hoping that he was obviously going to be the, the lock for rookie of the year, you know, over Ja. He gets hurt, and kind of you forget about him a little bit. You know, the Pelicans kind of, you know, just kind of faded to oblivion. So you hope 
this year that he's going to really have a chance to do it. Because what, what I saw in the limited sample size was like, who's really going to want to guard this? He's the type of dude when you have to guard him, you're honestly like, come on, dog. Somebody else help. I need somebody else get this dude. So to see the way that he's, you know, got his body right. I know that was kind of the big knock. I was a little confused how they had, you know, four or five months off. He came back to the bubble and he looked, you know, still kind of out of shit. And it's like, wait, you just had, you just had, and you're young. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, you know, you're a young dude. How, how did, the recovery should have been there. But now him actually having a little bit more time, you know, kind of benefiting from them, you know, not making the playoffs to, to get, get that rest, get that rejuvenation, kind of get over that first rookie year, which is always a pain in the butt, let alone in a pandemic where, you know, you have the longest season in league history and all that good stuff. So I think Zion will be ready to make noise. I'm a big fan of Lonzo, B.I., that whole crew. It really pained me to see LeBron have to trade them for A.D. You know, I'm, I'm a big LeVar guy and just a big believer in the whole, you know, big baller culture. So between Lonzo and LaMelo, you know, I just look at Lonzo like he didn't get a fair shake in L.A. I think a lot of people didn't really appreciate what he brings to the table. And I'm hopeful that with this squad he has now, he'll be able to really do what he does. And that's kind of be that that J-Kid type facilitator with, with the janky jumper. My uh, my guess is you're going to do a lot of LaMelo ball stuff uh, this season. I, I got to be honest, I'm impressed with the preseason stuff I've seen. I think he's going to have a good year, man. Gordon Hayward is a good kind of fulcrum in that offense. I think LaMelo can, he could put up like 12 and 7 maybe. Is that is that too ambitious? The thing about LaMelo, my older brother Chris actually was a, was a coach in the JBA. And you've seen the way that LeVar, you know, from, from Lithuania to starting the JBA, which I would argue was significantly better talent level than high school. You got guys in their, you know, early 20s, you know, grown men literally fighting and scratching and clawing to keep their basketball dreams alive, going against this, you know, 17-year-old kid. And LaMelo was out there holding his own, really getting it, giving these dudes buckets. A lot of the same stuff I'm seeing now translate to NBA games, which you never really know to the kid gets out there. But those full court dimes and just his court vision, you know, you look at Lonzo and Lonzo's court vision, and it's impressive. And you almost think LaMelo may have better court vision than Lonzo, which is one of the ultimate compliments you can give somebody. So looking at LaMelo, I think, you know, Jordan selected him for a reason. He seems to me like a guy who doesn't – he's never really phased by stuff. He's used to – it's funny, like, watching watching Lonzo and that, that Chino Hills crew, Lonzo always struck me as this kind of quiet, like, shy kid. Yeah. Then you look at his, like – he was doing, like, live streams at the crib and the way he was cracking jokes and clowning each other. And he just let it be known that he's, he's really kind of, you know, in that house you had to be able to hold your own, kind of like we were talking about locker rooms earlier. So LaMelo's kind of hurt it all. He's not really going to be phased by no trash talk, nothing that's going on. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about a kid who skipped the eighth grade, I believe, to go to high school – it was on the number one team in the nation. You know what I mean? The, the undefeated, playing the highest level of basketball, playing against future pros, out there holding his own. It's just stuff you've never really seen. So ever since that kid was 13, 14 years old, we knew that he was destined to kind of be doing what he's doing right now. So I'm excited to see him again. If he can stay healthy, who's going to stop him? One last one before I get to the final question. So would you say the big difference between Lonzo and LaMelo is Lonzo's kind of quiet and reserved and LaMelo – I don't want to say he looks cocky, but he looks like he's so confident that he fears nothing. The thing about Lonzo, the thing is Lonzo's not even quiet in reserve. Lonzo gives that impression maybe to the public, but you got Lonzo dropping albums, cracking jokes on dudes, you know, okay. doing TV shows, all that type of stuff. So LaMelo as the youngster the most, right? He's going to get it from, from, from Lonzo and from Jello. So he's got to be able to hold his own. You're talking about a 13, 14-year-old kid out here playing with grown, you know, 18-year-old high schoolers and getting buckets. 
you know, at no point looking like, damn, get this kid off the court. He's out there getting buckets, shooting shots. So I can only imagine over the last five, six years to Lithuania where you're dealing with dudes who don't speak the language. Nobody cares about big baller brand out there. You're going up against playing these, these, these hungry Euros to the JBA, same situation you're playing against these grown men that, that are all fighting and scratching and clawing to, to be able to keep their dreams alive. Like he's dealt with it already. It wasn't a traditional path and it remains to be seen how it will work out. But I think LeVar deserves a lot of credit for literally, you know, I remember every step of the way, oh, Lithuania, LeVar's getting clowned. How can you do that to your kid? He should have a high school experience. JBA, whoa, you know, LeVar's trying to start his own league. Next thing you know, we get the G League Ignite. Like, these things aren't coincidences, right? Next thing you know, oh, wait, the NBA's doing the same exact thing. NBA's doing their own JBA to now LaMelo getting, you know, I think I would have loved to see him in the Warriors with Steph and Clay and what they would have been able to do to his game. Like, it's, it's, you know, I love Wiseman, but don't get, you know, LaMelo getting his tutelage from Steph, I think, would have created a monster that nobody would have really yeah. been prepared for. But now getting that same type of situation from Jordan, who obviously is a gold standard for some, I think, you know, a lot's going to be expected of him. A lot always has been, and he's always delivered to this point, so I don't anticipate that changing. All right, I'll go out on this one, uh, Josiah. The best guy you've ever dunked on or gone up against in pickup hoops out at UCLA? Uh, best guy I've gone, gone up against in pickup hoops, uh, Kevin Garnett. I had to... Oh. I, had to, I had to guard Kevin Garnett um, for, for, for a summer. He came through and, you know, and it's like, I'm in, I'm in college at this point. It's like, he's, he's arguably the best player in the league around this time. If not one of the top five, you know, and I remember, uh, you know, I'm, I'm guarding the dude in his pickup. Right. So there's this trick where if a guy's shooting, you can, you can hit their elbow and it'll, it'll right. fuck their shot up. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, no ref there to call it. So my dumb ass does that to KG, right? KG literally stops the game, proceeds to just like cuss me out, rip me apart. But after that, after that, I was board, a board machine, getting buckets, doing stuff. I used to always kill in those games because NBA guys would be going about 45, 50%, and I'm going about 118 just because I don't want to get embarrassed or exposed going against these dudes. So always, but there's a lot of Paul Pierce, you know, Baron Davis, Baron, who I, I grew up with, and, you know, a few years older than me, but Baron, you know, if you would have saw Baron before he suffered his knee injury in college, like the stuff that he was doing, and even after that, we're just like oh, yeah. one, one of my favorite players ever, just a great dude. But having to be on the court with these guys and I'm looking at my body and I'm looking at their bodies and it's just like, all right, you guys are pros. My, my, my career is probably going to end after college. So let me go ahead and figure something else yeah. out. Good stuff, dude. All right, Josiah Johnson, follow him. Uh, King Josiah on Twitter and, uh, you know, continued success with this uh, awesome brand you're building, man. I love to see it. Congratulations. Oh, man, I appreciate you for having me. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Before AI can help your business predict demand 
accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing Watson X Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM, let's create. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day, but let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian. Premium cocktails on demand. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, it's time for the best bet here on Straight Fire and the Pittsburgh Steelers' idiotic bet. That was a loss, ending what was a pretty prolific streak. Hopefully you guys got on board and uh, over the weekend just on fire last week, just hitting on all cylinders. Got to love it. But that loss drops us to 60 wins 48 losses, five ties. And if you remember, a lot of the record early was built on NBA hot streak during the playoffs. I was just cashing left and right. It was awesome. And I'm going to go with a player prop for opening night. Uh, I got to confess, I don't love a side in the Warriors-Nets game. Draymond Green out. Um, And Lakers-Clippers, I kind of want to lean Clippers because the Lakers had so much turnover. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to expect from the Clippers. Um, like I, I'm fascinated by the game. I can't wait. You know, obviously, uh, should, should be a barn burner. Uh, should, did I just say barn burner? I, I believe I did. Um, 
I, I think for some reason the Lakers were going to see a little bit of regression. Um, there's just so much turnover. Uh, we do not expect LeBron to play as many games um, as he did last year. Listen, they're coming off the championship. There's no need to force things uh, and risk an injury. LeBron turns 36 here in like a week, 10 days. Uh, so I'm going to pass on that one. Um, I, the only thing I would really look at would be the under. Um, I'm going to pass on that. Under 222 is a good look, I believe. However, my bet for opening night, are you ready for this? A little exotic. Kelly Oubre over 17 and a half points. I am bullish, extremely bullish on Kelly Oubre this year. Um, I think he's almost underrated. He's a bucket getter, and we know the Warriors without Draymond Green, are going to play no defense. They're going to run up and down the court, jack threes, and just score as many points as they can. And Kelly Oubre gets buckets. I don't know, uh, you know, Weissman had COVID recently. Who knows what he's going to produce. Paschal, Marquise Chris, I don't think they're going to be looking to score. This is going to be the Steph Curry, Wiggins, Oubre show. And I don't trust Wiggins. I think Oubre's a real nice player. Um... I'm bullish on him this season, so I will go over 17.5 points for Kelly Oubre. Yeah! We're digging deep, folks. Best bet for Tuesday night. We'll be back tomorrow. Yes, we'll do another podcast. Um, I know it's a holiday week. A lot of people want to take time off. Not here. We grind on Straight Fire. Talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high ranking officer in the Secret Service. An assassin comes to town, a six part podcast. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer, like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 